Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Planet Patrick podcast from here in the Red Shed in Newry, Ireland. And yes, it's St. Patrick's Day. Please subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can also find it on other apps where you find fabulous podcasts. I'm Patrick Hughes, and this is Planet Patrick. If you see me looking to the left a little bit, it's because that's where my computer is, and If you're watching on video, you'll see that I've got a new microphone set up. I'm using a new Shure MV7 with a Rode PSA 1 Plus, uh, and it's going into Logic Pro on a MacBook. This is the stuff that I wanted to buy whenever I went to Oregon. And if if you know absolutely nothing about microphones and microphone arms, that's absolutely fine. I didn't either, but I'm trying to up the quality of my voice recordings, particularly for podcasts. And this Shure microphone, this bit here that I'm speaking into, is the one that a lot of podcasters use. That's why I wanted to save a couple of quid on it whenever I went over to the United States. But sadly, it wasn't to be. According to all news that I was able to find, the chip shortage, shipping problems and so on, couldn't get it for love nor money. I came back here and somebody in London had one for sale, like a proper shop, not just some guy, for £50 off which is the saving that I would have received roughly uh, by buying it in the United States. And so I've already tried to record the opening of this podcast two times, but settings had to be changed repeatedly. So thank you for your patience as we get started today. So in today's podcast, there's a few things that I'd love to talk about. Well, first of all, it's St. Patrick's Day here in Ireland. So happy St. Patrick's Day to you. (laughs) I'm raising a glass to you. This glass is full of water. Oh, so refreshing. So delicious. Um, And sadly, it doesn't have a little gin and tonic in it. Perhaps whenever I finished working, whenever I finished recording this podcast and uploading it and saving it and trimming it, though I won't trim very much of it, then uh, I might have a little drink later on. Why not? We need to celebrate Um, our Saints Day, and I suppose it's also my name day, being Patrick, and perhaps we could adopt uh, March the 17th, St. Patrick's Day, as a significant holiday for Planet Patrick as well. I'm wearing the closest thing that I have to a shamrock shirt. I keep getting people saying to me, um, here's a lucky clover for you, and I'm not quite sure what the connection between clovers uh, and St. Patrick's Day uh, is exactly. It is the shamrock, not the four-leaf clover. We'll get going with the rest of this podcast. The first thing that I wanted to talk about today is Ukraine. You might be saying, Patrick, you do a travel vlog. What do you know about Ukraine? And to be fair, I have been to Kiev. And the reason I went to Kiev is because of my friend, Valia. We went there for her 30th birthday a couple of years ago. Valia, I won't tell exactly how long ago. Bali is somebody who already has a wonderful career and has had a wonderful career in the city of London and now works on executive coaching. But as soon as this all kicked off last month in Ukraine, she's become a logistics expert and a gatherer in of equipment that's needed. And her ear is to the ground because her family live in Rivna 
in Western Ukraine. Right now, she knows that there's a problem logistically with getting aid to the people who need it on the ground. Yes, I know that lots of big organizations, big charities are doing their best, but they can't necessarily target things that are needed in quite the way that somebody who has a network there can. Right now, Valia is collecting to try and buy a van to be able to bring things like specialist food to children with issues like PKU. She is able to get somebody to drive across the border and take um, aid to Rivna and using her network deliver it within Western Ukraine and, and far beyond, which is more difficult for bigger organizations to achieve. If one of the ways that you want to help respond to the crisis, the war, the invasion of Ukraine, if you're able to give a little bit of money, I'm going to leave a link in the show description or in the YouTube um, video description, which provides a link to be able to give a little bit of support to Valia's appeal. This is a super smart person who already has sent three articulated lorries from the southeast of the UK to Ukraine. If somebody can organize something, it's Valia. And so I wanted to give her uh, appeal, a shout out here on the podcast. Beyond that, my knowledge of Ukraine is through the Ukrainian people that I have met, and that's all through Valia. And I found them all to be fantastic people. And so our hearts are breaking. Our hearts are breaking for the people in Ukraine. Let me talk about the Red Shed. (laughs) Here we are in the Red Shed which became, for me, kind of a a symbol of lockdown. The Red Shed is, or was designed by me to be, I got somebody else to build it, was designed by me to be a thing called a Pustinia. Now, if you've never heard what a Pustinia is, there was kind of a bit of a movement in, in Christianity, I understand, in the 60s and 70s, to move towards monasticism and ideas of being a hermit. Uh, You know, absolutely, yes, people are in community in their religion, whatever flavor of religion that is, but to be alone provided a, a, a special way of communing with the other. You know, that if you believe in a God, that might be a God, you know, and if you don't, it was allowing time to be away from the busyness of life. And I'd experienced Apustinia, kind of a hermit shed, if you like, in London. Um, my cousin had one, and I thought it was a, a wonderful idea to be able to step away from your desk, from your computer, from Zoom calls and so on. And during lockdown, I recorded a poem, not every day, every few days, and released them on YouTube. In fact, the Red Shed took on its own personality for a brief moment um, as a YouTube channel. I think mostly those are now gone uh, and it got renamed and so on. But um, it was a nice way to kind of step away from the pressures that we were all feeling during lockdown uh, and probably was the genesis of me starting to get involved a bit in YouTube. So this is the last video that I'm going to record in the Red Shed ever. Why is that, Patrick, you cry? If you're new here... um, I've lived in Ireland for the last number of years. I'm Irish, um, but I've lived all over the place, including in London, and was based in the US for a period with Riverdance and other shows. Um, I've been back for the past 
three and a half years in this house that I, I have owned for about 14 years and it is sold. Um, I put it up for sale at the beginning of the year um, and we're in that strange period between an offer being accepted. I've accepted the offer of uh, a couple who want to move here and the the actual contract being signed that should happen hopefully in the next couple of weeks but there's a moment of tension at least i'm feeling a moment of tension <laughs> until we get to that that moment of wet signatures on a page it's a a big change you know i've owned this home for 14 years i've always known when i've gone out into the world on on my travels and with work that I was able to come back here if I needed to. It was, I guess, always a positive fallback. It was always somewhere where my family were to be found. Um, and they're still here and will still be here. But it is also a house that's in kind of a larger development of young families. And while that's fantastic and, you know, uh, people are super friendly and I've gotten on well with them down through the years, I have very good neighbours, I don't have a young family and it's time for me to move on to somewhere else. I'd also like to get into a situation, particularly since I started the YouTube channel and, it, you know, compared to working full-time in a full-time job, it doesn't pay very much money, as you can imagine. And so if I don't have a mortgage, it means I can probably keep on YouTubing a little bit longer. And I'd like to do that. I'd like to give it a chance to see how it develops. It's already developed so much since I started last May, roughly, um, kind of April, May, um, with Planet Patrick. And I don't know where this particular journey will go, but I want to give it the chance to go somewhere. Um and I'm pleased that you're here for that journey as well. <laughs> oh, the rain is starting outside. You might be able to hear it in the background. It's appropriate that on St. Patrick's Day, we had both sunshine and rain. The light is fluctuating a lot in this video as well, if you're watching on the video. The question I'm asked most often with regard to selling the house is, where are you going to move to next? And that's a very reasonable question. I, my answer is, I'm not selling this house in order to buy another house, if that makes sense to you. This is the end of this particular step, selling the house is the end of something here, and I'm about to enter into something new, but I don't know what the shape of that something new is yet. I think it's going to be Europe. There was a question for a hot minute as to whether it was Mexico. Um, there's some videos coming up from Mexico on the channel in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I had a question in my mind, you know, it could be anywhere. So where do I go from here? In the words of Evita, this isn't where I intended to be. I, I think Western Europe, uh, for sure. I have in mind probably France or Spain. It'd be nice to have a little bit warmer weather. Um, but then again, I, I'm not somebody who likes it to be, you know, in the nineties every day. So the compromise feels to me like somewhere in France, maybe a little bit in, in the South of France. Again, Nice would be lovely, but the budget doesn't stretch to that. So I'll be looking for something a little bit cheap and cheerful. And 
you know, I like a project. Um, what do you think about this? Obviously, Planet Patrick has been mainly about traveling and a bit about my life. And I may include some videos in the future, if I do buy somewhere that needs to be done up, about doing up my new property in France or Spain or wherever it ends up being. Would you be interested to see that kind of content as well? I mean, I'll still be doing travel content. And then the perennial question of hashtag van life comes up. Um, the, the last time I mentioned that, which was, I think, in the podcast that I did from a snowdrift in Canada, um, I can't tell you how many people got in touch about that. Some people to say, yes, we'd love to see that. That would be a lot of fun. Um, and it's a good way to explore without it costing so much money to stay every night in places. And that really does uh, start to add up and make things more difficult in the long run, you know, because who could sustain a life of permanent travel? Very, very few of us. Um, but doing van life opens things up a little bit. Um, people got in touch and they were excited about that. And I can tell you a large number of people got in touch and said, that's been done to death. You know, so many people on Instagram do that, where they do up a van and then start moving around. So many people on YouTube uh, do it as well. And I think my response to that is that I wouldn't be doing it in order to gain people on Instagram or on YouTube necessarily. It'd be because it would be part of my life. And so if Planet Patrick is, you know, anything, it reflects the things that I enjoy. And one of the things that I enjoy alongside staying in luxurious five-star hotels with Michelin-starred restaurants is van life. Because I quite like hiking. I like being outside. And I'm trying to encourage myself to be outside more, to be in my body more. I don't know if that makes sense to you. I'm probably one of those people who's quite cerebral. I get into my head. I like academia. I like reading. I like writing. And the body is sort of the carrier for, you know, the brain rather than, you know, a, a part of my overall experience. You know, if you think of, uh, of health, your psychic health, your mental health, your emotional health, you know, I, I'm trying to work towards having additional, more physical health because all of the other types of health uh, work more fluidly and... Uh, beautifully when they're interconnected with the physical so i'm not saying i'll buy a van and you know three weeks later i'll be thin but i'm trying to create scenarios in which uh i'm out and about and have the opportunity to explore and hike and do the fun outdoor things that i do too so i'm interested in your thoughts on that um have you experienced van life was it horrendous and i'm making it sound all kind of glossy and fantastic or have you tried it and you thought it was the bee's knees, the elephant's jumper? I'm not sure there is a saying, the elephant's jumper, but let's pretend that there is. I don't know where this next part of the journey will end up. And literally, the house could be gone, signed over, and me out of it in two weeks' time. Maybe even slightly less than that, but probably in, in about two weeks' time. My Instagram stories will look very different. <laughs> It's going to be me uh, wandering around France and Spain in Gary the Gulf, 
um, and starting to think about where I might like to live. So tune in if you want to see a neurotic middle-aged man worrying about how to find a home for under my very small budget. It's going to be all kinds of hot fun. Of course, I'll talk about that here. It'll be on the YouTube channel on, on video as well. Um, but if you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's uh, at this is Planet Patrick. Same on TikTok for you hip hop happening people who do TikTok. I don't put very much on TikTok, uh, just some short videos from time to time. Before I go on, I wanted to say something about the state of the channel, if you like. I'm delighted to say that we're heading roughly towards 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I couldn't have begun to imagine you know, coming up on a year ago, that that would have been possible. And that's entirely down to you. So thank you very much for subscribing. And if you haven't yet, I'd be grateful if you would. And you can click the bell for notifications and it'll tell you when there's something new that arrives from the channel. I've been publishing pretty steadily. I think we're at video number 132. I think this is video number 132, which is a lot the majority of people that I follow publish once a week or maybe a little less than once a week, maybe just twice a month. And their videos are wonderful and I look forward to them. I've kind of gotten into a rhythm of doing it twice a week, but I've realized that YouTube is effectively a kind of full-time job. There's obviously recording, thinking of what to record. You know, Obviously, I've added a podcast as well. There's the making of the thumbnails. There's the writing of the description text. People provide comments, and I try to answer every single comment if I can. And then there's an Instagram, a TikTok, a Facebook page, and a Twitter page, um, and Patreon, and also our members here on YouTube. Between all of those things and publishing twice a week, there, there's a lot to be done. I have no complaint about doing those things. I was reading a comment from somebody that I follow on YouTube called Hannah Lee Duggan. You may be familiar with Hannah Lee Duggan and her website. She travels around in her van. She has a lovely cabin in the woods in the United States, which she's been doing up over the past, gosh, more than a year probably. And she's got lots and lots of subscribers interested in her life and what it is that she does. And she deserves every bit of that. She's really, really excellent. Um, and partic particularly good at selecting music along the way. And she posted something to say that she was taking a couple of weeks off because there was simply so much work to do on the channel. And I guess it's gotten into a position where it's creating an income and she's going to hire an assistant to help with all of that social media stuff, uh, as well as somebody to help her with editing. I wouldn't have thought that there was so much work involved in a YouTube channel. And I'm guessing if you're an Instagrammer in maintaining uh, all of that, it's not that it's 24-7. It's, it's definitely very different to a nine-to-five job. And it's very it's creative, but it's also technical. It's also administrative. And it's something that the majority of people, I'm guessing you know, 90% or more of the people who have a YouTube channel do entirely on their own. And it's great fun. I really enjoy it. it. It appeals to my strengths, which are, I always think, as being a bit half technical and half creative. And um, and so I'm enjoying doing it. But perhaps doing two videos a week in the long run, particularly when I'm in the middle of a house sale, is 
probably not the wisest idea and not sustainable. So I probably will move towards doing one video that I release on a Sunday. Um, I've got a ton in the tank from the Riverdance Revisited series. We're about, we're more than halfway through that now in terms of what I've released so far. Um, I think we just, we're just about to go to Eugene, Oregon, or we've just arrived in Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> and it's then Salt Lake City, a series in California, a series of videos from California, and then a couple from Mexico. Um, and there's a couple of fun aviation videos in there as well to release, which I'm looking forward to sharing with you. But when we get into this new period of uh, France or the house, uh, I'm really enjoying, by the way, doing podcasts. So it might be that we do one film and one podcast per week. Or one film per week and a podcast every other week. I'll work that out. If you've got comments on that, feel free to share. Uh, and let me know what you think about that. Um, I also noticed um, vloggers liking other vlogger stuff. There's somebody else I like called Kala Flodin. Um, and Kala is Norwegian, I believe. I've attended one of his, he gave a a speech via Sony to um, uh, people who enjoy his channel and also people who are involved in their own thing, you know, in terms of explaining his setup and how he edits and so on. And I noticed that he had provided a really lovely comment on Hannah's announcement earlier today. Um, and it strikes me how much this can be a very supportive community of people. Um, and I've definitely found that with the community of people who do comment on my videos that, you know, you get the odd person saying you're an effing idiot or that I mispronounced something in a town that they come from, which can happen very, very easily. Um, but the majority of people are like, oh, thanks for doing this video. And I liked it for this reason. Or I thought, you know, I disagreed with you for that reason. And I like that. It is, you know, a way of expressing my life to people and hopefully the experiences, the travels, the transport that I take, but also, you know, my wider life is something that uh, people want to hear about from time to time. And I certainly like sharing about it. So uh, long may that continue. So what is coming up on Planet Patrick? Beyond the question of buying a property and hashtag van life, Planet Patrick does van life, a new season which may or may not happen. We'll find out in due course. I do have other travels that are planned. I'm intending to fly at the end of this month to the United States again, to Memphis, Tennessee. I've been there once before. Elvis Presley and I share a birthday. Well, I mean, he had the birthday and then I came along and uh, was born on the same day. Uh, alongside David Bowie. Uh, we were all born on the 8th of January. And... Um, but I'm going to Memphis for TravelCon. I don't know if you've heard of about if you've heard about that. If you're involved in travel in some way, you might have. It's Nomadic Matt. You might follow him or have heard of him, uh, who pulls together this conference. I think it's the first one um, since the advent of COVID, and I'm looking forward to it. It's a bit of a schlep. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but because of the war. Oil prices have really zoomed up and that has started to take its toll on flights. I'm probably going to be coming from the US to uh, Memphis and that's going to require four flights. I think there are no international flights that land at Memphis, so I'm going to have to come to a hub airport like Atlanta, 
maybe JFK um, or Chicago O'Hare. But even then, there's very limited connecting flights onto uh, Memphis. I think there's probably more from Atlanta than anywhere else that I've just mentioned. But it's easier for me to get to, say, JFK or Chicago um, than to Atlanta. There's quite limited flights with Delta. Um, and by limited, I mean expensive. <laughs> even the most basic flight, I think, was coming out at £1,000, about What's that, about 1400 US dollars for just the leg from Paris to uh, Atlanta? So that's a lot of money. In fact, that was two flights, it wasn't direct. Um, it was from uh, Paris to Detroit and then Detroit to Atlanta. Travel Con is coming up at the end of April, which I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping to meet my friend Kerry there, who you would have met on the Calgary videos that we did. Uh, I'll put a link to those uh, on the top right hand side. I don't know which side is the top right-hand side, or I'll put it in the show description if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, those were very, very fun videos, and um, Kerry is an absolute hoot. So I think we are moving into a phase of travel which is going to be much more expensive one way or another. I noticed uh, on my trip to Canada and the US in particular that the price of food was, to me... I mean, I hadn't been in the U.S. in three years, but the price of food and eating out was crazily expensive. To be fair, it's gone up here as well. I did a shop, you know, uh, last week whenever I got back, I was absolutely wowed by how how expensive some things were. I remember seeing tomatoes, just plain old cherry tomatoes were £3.50, and those would normally be £1 something. So prices really have soared. I'm aware it's the winter. And they're being shipped in from Spain or somewhere glamorous and warm. Perhaps if I move to Spain, it'll be much, much cheaper to live or the south of France. We'll, we'll find out along the way. Look, I think that's it for this episode of the Planet Patrick podcast. If you've come this far with me, thank you very much. I'm glad that you did. It's nice to have you here as a listener. And I'm interested in uh, hearing from you as to what you'd like to see included. Would you like to see... Uh, viewer questions involved or listener questions involved in the podcast until the next episode of the planet patrick podcast thank you for being here and i look forward to seeing you again in the next one take care bye bye i'm patrick hughes and this is planet patrick <laughs>